Hey guys, welcome to the Tech People Podcast. My name is Ken Coyne. I'm your host and founder, as well as head of technology at Ops Talent. I believe at the heart of any success story are the people who made it happen. Diversity, creativity, and innovation, when nurtured in people, can lead to an unbeatable formula. I created this podcast to share the experiences of some truly inspirational leaders on their journey to success. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, and welcome back to the show. It's Ken here, and today I'm joined by Simone Bernat, who is the founder of InnoMed Book. In our discussion today, we're going to talk all about life sciences in Poland, um, which is around the topic of his company, and um, how InnoMed Book came about, and uh, type of projects that are happening in terms of life science in Poland, the potential for this area in Poland. We're going to go through some of the projects, some of the events and just go from there. So welcome to the show, uh, Simone. Thank you. Thank you for your invitation, Ken. No worries, and uh, thanks for coming on. So tell us a bit about yourself. Sure. I've worked for my entire career for life science companies, but mainly in tax and regulatory field. And um, while knowing this industry closer and watching people who are so passionate about what they do, I gained great interest in the industry. And a couple of years ago, uh, during a conference, I met a professor from Lublin who worked on very innovative bone replacement material. And she had been working on this for over 10 years then. And uh, she was still asked me if I can help her to finance further research. And I was impressed by her her work and slightly surprised that uh, with such a project, she still needs to intensively search for financing. A couple months later, I've talked to the representative of Big Pharma Company who came to Poland on her travel to Central Eastern Europe with the aim to search for innovations that could interest her company. And she shared with me her first impression that there were not that many projects to follow up. And that was the source of the thought that something is missing here and that this thing could be information, that there's just no source of information where companies may easily review the innovative projects that are developed in academia and startups. And this is why InnoMedBook was born. So this is a platform providing information on Polish academic and startup projects in the areas of drug discovery, medical devices, and digital health. Yeah, so I was just about to ask you for our listeners to simplify it for me. Does that sum up what life science is, ultimately? Is that a summary, a good summary of what life science is? Yeah, life sciences is a very broad term. Mm. But when you connect it with the industry, we are talking mainly about pharmaceutical and medical devices industry, but also now about digital health. So this is what it's in the book about. I mean, within this life science topic, what is the most dominant? Is it digital health? Uh, would you say uh, what's uh, most popular? I would say most popular is digital health, and okay. uh, particularly like subjects like telemedicine is very hot nowadays. I think what is most important one and most crucial one is obviously drug discovery and biotech. So this is the heart of life science industry. But yes, this is a very specific and demanding area. Okay. 
so maybe not that popular among um, investors or you know people interested in life science generally. Okay, interesting. Actually, just speaking of the, you know, we're in the middle of a bit of an epidemic at the moment with COVID-19. Are there any companies that you know about who are working on this to try and find um, a cure? Yeah, generally, the, the, I think the response to COVID-19 crisis from the academia and startups show actually are the proof of the potential of uh, this Polish science. And we have the academic projects in uh, Krakow that are engaged in uh, analysis of the uh, coronavirus structure, which published recently their paper on this and shared that openly with the science community. Well, we have uh, companies and uh, academics who work on testing. Okay. And uh, since uh, there is an example of that, but also the Poznan um, Academia, and uh, we also have a potential vaccine uh, project going on. Wow, yeah. amazing. Very interesting. And how, I mean, how early stage are they? I suppose it's at the very early stage. Have they done any testing? Do yeah. you know at this stage? Or? Yes, the stages are obviously very, very early st- mm. stage. But, you know, we all know this is a long process and that's... Yeah. Uh, it's maybe now when there's a lot of COVID-19 projects, it's not that visible. But in the beginning of the epidemic, for me, it was obvious that Polish science and startups reacted for that, reacted to that. Yeah. And, you know, had something to say in the subject. Makes sense. Actually, just in your own personal opinion, I mean, how far away do you think we are? from a cure <laughs> is that just a lottery question <laughs> i'm not a doctor what, yeah. what i what I can, can say is, is what i hear from the scientists and uh you know working on a vaccine is a very long journey it's in the covid19 this work is going faster than ever before but it's it's a very long journey so we you know this is more than a year for sure so yeah it's not going to appear t- tomorrow. Well, okay, that's, a, that's interesting because you do hear different <laughs> versions and different stories. And uh, I mean, there is some, ex- well, on one side you hear about maybe having something in September, another side you're saying it's two years out. So it's interesting, yeah. that, you know, when you say about a year, it seems to be more in the, in the middle, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> it is good. <laughs> Listen, getting back, so tell us a bit more about life science projects that you're aware of in Poland or that you have on your books at the moment. Have you got some good examples you could share with us? Sure. They, in all areas, uh, drug development and medical devices uh, and uh, digital health, health are some exciting projects. But as we're talking about technology, I, I would focus on that and, okay. and uh, give some examples of, uh, of my favorite projects. Cinerize, for example, which is a startup founded by the scientists uh, from the Warsaw University. What they do is using AI to analyze big data in order to predict the outcome of oncology therapy. So this is uh, obviously very needed tool. Another one uh, is Molecule One. This is a young startup. Okay. They developed chemical synthesis planner that suggests uh, multiple ways how to make a molecule. And they actually declare their tool as useful for COVID-19 R&D work. Another example is OncoScanner. 
they developed this, a device that detects cancer cells in real time during the surgery so that after the tumor is removed, remaining cancer cells may be identified. So many exciting projects uh, oh, that like amazing. that. Yeah. It's incredible. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, but yeah, I've seen the last few years, definitely you've seen a big advance in terms of medical technology. I know we're working on some med tech ourselves. I mean, it's incredible. Do you still think we're still early at this journey? In terms of the whole area of this development in medical technology, you know, what stage are we at? What I can see is that the ecosystem itself is changing every year. Right. So we have uh, a lot of financing, public financing, but uh, the, the amount of uh, financing for the particular projects is limited, although the amount of the total money or a lot of them. So, yeah, and the difference between like four years ago and today is really huge. With public money, with the EU infrastructure, also more and more events and promotion activities, definitely we are we're in a completely different, uh, different place. But uh, what is still, I think, an issue is the financing for the core element of R&D in biota and also in medical devices, which is clinical trials. And these projects are so financial demanding and also so risky mm -hmm. that I think that there's a gap here uh, that will be difficult to, this is a problem difficult to solve with, uh, with local Polish funds. Yes, so the development is obvious. I think we're still in the beginning of our work. If our purpose is to actually place Poland on the map of important places where biotech and medtech is developed. But in terms of uh, digital health, you know, we are known for good mathematicians, uh, software engineers, and there's a lot of going on going there in this yeah. field. Excellent. Actually, it's a good point you mentioned there about where Poland, I mean, where is Poland kind of, is there, can you, Rated or where are we? Where is Poland in relation to in the rest of the world in terms of these advancements? And <laughs> is it too difficult to say, or can you say? I know, like Israel, for example, they do a lot of amazing work in the whole medical space and very, very advanced. I don't know what are the other countries that are kind of leading this space. Yeah, so there are you know there are world, worldwide centers like uh, Israel, U.S., Switzerland, of where you actually. First of all, look for best sort of innovations. But in Poland, okay, I think it's quite clear that we have a great potential of scientists and uh, doctors and software engineers. But when you look at a local uh, pharmaceutical market, okay. so big pharmaceutical companies, when you look at top 10 uh, looking at revenues, then you can see that there are two Polish companies, so Polpharma and Adamet. And uh, although they are engaged in um, innovation, uh, scouting and uh, investing in innovation, for example, Polpharma have uh, had recently announced their contest for telemedical solutions and they are actually uh, cooperating with a health startup or with a remote uh, spirometer and Adamet is also supporting actively the entire ecosystem. The, I would say the potential of the science and startups is larger than 
relatively small amount of a large local companies could consume, could utilize. Okay. Then we have international companies, subsidiaries of international companies, and uh, they also cooperate with Polish science like Roche traditionally, AstraZeneca, Merck, or Novartis. But I think this is not the intensity of cooperation is still not the one that you observe in Western countries. So I think this is also kind of like we are on our way, but that's still the beginning of the journey. Okay, very interesting. Yeah, and so you know, Med Book. Um, do you have equivalents of something like this in other countries? Also, I mean, just does, or are you very unique? No. Yes, no, Inamid Book is the original idea. It's not uh, inspired by the other ideas in other countries. What is specific is that the data of the, the database and the project are aimed at uh, purpose for pharmaceutical companies and medical devices companies to find potential collaborations to solve their particular R&D or digital transformation issues. So this is not a typical data to startup database with startups that are ready for investment. Like you have some of them, the international databases like that. Right. So this is a very specific, I think, uh, concept, but it appeared to be uh, needed and uh, useful. We started in September last year. Okay. And the reaction, what was uh, actually also a bit surprising to me was in the reaction of the innovators uh, with, who said that they were actually waiting for the platform like that, that they understood that you know, in order to provide our services, we contact the companies and uh, at the same time we promote the innovators' projects. So it was clearly needed from that point of view. And uh, the companies, Innovate Book was um, initially designed for foreign companies who are not that much present in Poland as a time saver. So to have a glance of what's going on and to choose the projects that you know you want to meet contact and meet with. But what was also a bit of a surprise that also Polish companies which which have strong presence, international companies with a strong presence in, in Poland and Polish companies also would like to use that tool because there was no other source of information when you, where you can scout for innovations. So this is Innovate Book's job. Yeah, great. I, lo- I mean, I, I love the idea. It's fantastic. And you're still very young. How do you come across these companies? Is it at events or is it through a network or just research? Yeah. Is it a combination? Um, it's definitely a combination. Events are, I would say, the, the main source of gaining contact with potential users of Innomad Book, but also with innovators. What is um, uh, really nice now, after this only six months, is that innovators contact us by themselves from yeah, it's their in- initiative even lately from other countries from the region which we're sorry to to decline because we focus only on polish projects in order to provide the quality of data yeah so i would say yeah, events and uh, research and now also the innovators in- initiative which is great because this is often new ideas and new projects very fresh ones Fantastic. Awesome. 
Yeah. And in relation to the events, is there many big events in Poland in this space? Um, I, I think, it, as, yeah, as you're probably aware, there are many events that uh, connect uh, startups and investors. In terms of life science, my favorite one is life science open space because there is a very atmosphere there and there's, there's a lot of scientists, there's business and there are investors, but this event is full of science, I would say, <laughs> and very, very special atmosphere, I think, created by the organizers. As you know, Wolf Summit is yes. very effective, but yeah, they are not focused on life science. They are, you know, I've heard a lot Startups, of good yeah. things about that, yes. And I'm looking forward also to participating in, uh, in an event uh, organized by the organization of Polish academic centers of technology transfer. It's supposed to, I think in autumn, they will organize an event where lots of universities will meet in one place and present their offer. I think this will be amazing. And these events, I mean, is it all Polish or is it going to be a mix of English or a lot of English also, just for people outside of Poland to attend? I remember Life Sciences Open Space last year in 2019. Sessions were actually on the request of uh, the industry and investors were run in English. Okay. So, yeah, it's often these are events run in Polish. So, yeah, obviously, you know, it's changing. Right? Yeah, it's a mix. Yes, yes, which is good to hear. Yeah. Especially if you want to get more, you know, international investment and international companies. And, yeah. Uh, it's important. So tell me, okay, what's the future for you and uh, InnoMed Book? Well, first of all, we, we really have uh, a goal to build the most comprehensive, not only the largest, but as comprehensive as possible database with Polish innovations in academia and startups. And what we really want to focus this year is uh, maybe a formal cooperation with universities because it's clearly there is the source of innovation and this is the most interesting place. I'm particularly, there are, you know, some of uh, universities are able to promote their projects, but I'm particularly interested in the universities where, who are not able maybe to promote enough their amazing projects, like universities from Eastern Poland. Okay or smaller universities. Because, in fact, when you look at academia, it's, I would say, academia and life science, I would say it's difficult to find an academic center that has nothing to offer to life science industry. So it's, it's amazing to discover these projects that are going on and that, you know, almost no one heard of. So this is the ambition of Innomed Book, um, focus on academia, and develop the, 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 the database further. Fantastic. Could I ask you just one last question? Because I was just thinking about it there. How do you keep it up to date? How do you maintain I mean, the stat, the, all this information? Yeah, we periodically contact the innovators because what we do, what's the idea of Innovate Book? And I think one of the sources that database is larger than the other that you can see is that we, we try to do the entire work for the innovators. So okay. we... We search contacts, we prepare the data for the database, and we send it to innovators to review and confirm. So 
yeah, and what we do periodically is contact them to tell us whether something has changed that we have not noticed. So this is like, uh, you know, in a by the contact with innovators. That, that's how we update this. Okay, cool. Well, listen, thank you yeah. for co- coming on today. I mean, really interesting concept. Uh, fantastic. It sounds like there's a lot of opportunity going forward. I uh-huh. look forward to hearing so. more about it in the future. Thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure talking to you. Great, Simone. Thank you, yeah.